What is up, guys? And welcome back. Welcome to episode three. I hope that you guys are having a fabulous weekend when you're listening to this. It should be Sunday, but I am recording it on Saturday. So hopefully you are having a good weekend so far. I am actually doing my first episode from my parents' house. So if you follow me on social media, if you follow me on Instagram or you're friends with me on Facebook, you will have seen on my story that I, this past week, have been in the process of moving. And I actually, unfortunately, am not moving anywhere cool. I am actually moving, well, I guess I am moved now. I am moving back into my parents' house. And if you watch my stories earlier earlier this week, you kind of know like where I'm at with everything. You kind of know a little bit about like why I'm moving home. But that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode because I think this whole transition for myself a lot of people can kind of learn from it. A lot of people, I think, kind of need to hear it. I want to be vulnerable and be just, like, super authentic with you guys, let you guys kind of into, like, what's been going on, why I'm moving back home to my parents, and kind of just talk to you guys about, like, where my head's been at with it. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about this episode. And then a little bit later on the episode, I want to talk about just something that kept coming up this week that I was talking to, like, clients about. I did an Instagram, I think I did an Instagram story on it as well, but I just wanted to get on here and elaborate a little bit more, like, a little bit more on it because I think, again, it's something that a lot of people need to hear, a lot of people need to think about. But anyway, so yeah, this is my first episode from my bedroom. I am actually recording this in the bedroom that I basically grew up in. Well, it used to be my brother's room. Then when he moved out, I took it over. And I just have to laugh because whenever I took the bedroom over, I asked my dad to paint the walls white. And then I painted a bunch of my favorite like song lyric quotes on the wall. But keep in mind, I got, I was moving into this room when I was in like mm, seventh, eighth grade, I believe. And that was me during my little like emo scene girl time. So all of these, like all of these song lyrics that are on my wall are just like super teenage angst. And I'm just like, I'm dying. I laugh every time. Like, it's just, it's so funny. Um, But it's actually pretty cool. I actually love that I did this back then because some of these songs I totally forgot about. Like, I have bands up on the wall, like songs from bands like All Time Low, The Main, um, Every Avenue, Skillet, some local bands. So there used to be a band called The Big Time, but they're actually, it's Walkney now. Um, The Big Time like kind of went separate ways. But there was a band, The Big time I have some of their lyrics on my wall I have there was a band called the hope fallacy it was a local Altoona band so if you're from Altoona you know you probably know actually I love them I still to this day am upset that they aren't still together but I have some of their songs up on my up on the wall so it's just super like nostalgic to be in this room and then I'm obviously sleeping in it this is now my official bedroom so it's just funny it takes me definitely down a trip like definitely down memory lane so it's just that's why I I mean I love that I did this with my room because it's fun every time I come in here I like think of all these songs and think about those like that time in my life I'm like oh I was so cringy me and my friends were so cringy I now understand why we got made fun of in like seventh and eighth grade. I fully 100% uh, now understand why we were made fun of. But yeah, so I yeah, this is my first episode in my bedroom. 
my like old school, you know, growing up bedroom and it feels weird. So if you listen to my story, you'll know that I talked, uh, I talked a little bit about how I have the weirdest phobia of talking around people, like, like recording things, recording like Instagram stories, Snapchats, and like talking, like how I do my stories, how I do this podcast, doing like I do Zoom calls for like when clients fill out my application, like to work with me, we will hop on Zoom calls. So I have this weird anxiety around people being able to hear me when I record those things or when I'm on those calls. It is so weird, but like even like going out in public and whipping out my phone and just like starting to talk is still like such a big phobia that I have. And the fact that that's, again, I'm going to get into this when I talk a little bit more about my move, but that's one of like my biggest hurdles coming back to my parents' house is like I don't have my alone time. So I've been, you know, just being completely transparent, I've been super like overwhelmed and stressed out about how am I going to keep like, how am I going to keep doing this? Like, how am I going to get all my stories? Because my mom works from home now. So she's home all the time. And keep in mind, like my parents are the nicest, sweetest, most amazing people ever. There's absolutely no reason to be weird about like weird about talking on camera and stuff around them. But it's just it's not just my parents. It's with anybody I still like my best friend Jolien when we went to my show like it took me forever to be like okay I have to make a story really quick it's just the weirdest phobia so that's like been like the biggest one of the biggest hurdles and one of the biggest things I've been stressed about is like how am I going to record all my stuff and then I just I kind of had the conversation with myself you'll notice I have a lot of conversations with myself um but I just had this conversation with myself of you're just gonna have to do it like you're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to figure out, I don't know, maybe go in your basement. Your room is actually pretty soundproof. Like, you're just going to have to do it. And that's just it. It's going to be uncomfortable. But once you get, once you start doing it, once you get in the swing of it, it's going to seem natural and it's going to be just like it was whenever you were on your own and in your own place. And so that's a good talking point right now is like, just because something is uncomfortable or you're worried about it being uncomfortable doesn't mean that you should avoid doing it because that will ultimately take you a step backwards instead of pushing you a step forward. If I would have moved home and just accepted the fact, well, that just makes me too uncomfortable, so I'm just not going to do it anymore, then I wouldn't be recording this podcast. I wouldn't be doing my stories and doing my Zoom calls. So what, was I going to just take a step backwards and say F it all? Or was I just going to be like, well, too bad. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to get used to it. You're going to have to figure it out. And that's just that. So that's kind of how you have to approach anything, health and fitness goals, any goal that you have, like, it's going to take doing the uncomfortable thing in order to get there. And that's, again, what I'm going to talk about, talking about my move, is doing the things that you don't want to do in order to get you a step further. Because So this is kind of like where I'm at with, you know, where I'm kind of at with moving home, why I'm moving home, all of that. So I am actually moving home because I have just been struggling financially for like the last couple of months. And honestly, I've just, I got myself into debt. I got myself into credit card debt and I was trying to climb out of it. But I mean, everybody knows how that goes with credit card debt. You, it's hard to climb out of it, especially when you have other bills that you're paying. And I was just basically trying to keep my head afloat. And I got, it got to this point where I just had to have my parents, like, obviously I have the most amazing parents in the world. Shout out to them. But, um, 
like my parents, they would talk to me about like, why don't you just move home? You could save money on rent. You could focus on just getting all your debt paid off, get yourself back on your feet, move back out when you don't have any debt. Because when I had moved originally, I had, I was working at Verizon. I had a full-time job. So like, you know, I kind of just like went out on a limb, then started my own business and just kind of, you know, I got myself in a sticky situation. So they're like, they have, they were offering like, why don't you just move home, save on rent? And I just, I absolutely loved living by myself. I had no roommates and I just, I loved living by myself. I loved having my alone time, my own place. I felt like I was just fully myself. Honestly, when I moved out, that's when I really started to like grow a relationship with myself and really start to realize like who I am as a person because I could just be freely me. I know that sounds super deep, but I just, I did. I loved living on my own and living on my own is what really kind of brought me to life, like really helped me learn myself and build a really good relationship with myself. So I've just, I was really torn. I was honestly, my ego was getting the best of me and I was just kind of refusing the fact like, no, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. And honestly, you have to give me a pat on the back for having drive and just every month telling yourself, no, don't worry about it. You're going to figure it out. Just one more month, just one more month. And it just got to a point where it's like, Brooke, you can keep doing this. That's fine. You can keep living month by month and super, you know, super scarce with finances and limiting yourself and lots of stress, lots of anxiety. You can keep doing that. But with what you're trying to achieve, the way you want to grow, what you want to achieve, like what you want your life to look like, if you keep doing this, this is not going to get you to where you want to go and it's going to keep you right here where you're at right now. And I had to have that conversation with myself of, you and I, I preach this all the time, but you either don't do anything, don't change anything, keep doing things the same way that you've been doing, hoping that they pick back up and run the risk of being exactly where you are right now in a year from now, or you move home, you pay off your credit card debt, you get yourself back on your feet, you save up some money and you rent another apartment. And then ultimately when you save money, you get yourself back on your feet, then you can ultimately invest in your business, grow your business how you want to, go travel to the places you wanna travel to, compete at a higher level, buy your suit. You can do all of those things. Get your eyelashes done, get your eyebrows, not microbladed, I used to get them, I forget what, not waxed. Tinted. I used to get them tinted. Um, I gave up all those things whenever I like started to hit like financial struggles. But anyway, so I had to have that conversation with myself, and it was a hard conversation. And like I said, I just I wanted to believe, and you got to give me a pat on the back for really believing in myself. And I still, I obviously still really believe in myself. That's where you have to have the conversation with yourself. Of I guess I was going back and forth with like it's giving up, it's taking the easy road, it's just you know you're you're just you're you should just have to fight through this. Like you need to figure out, I guess I kind of wanted to be like the hero in my own story. I wanted to turn my story around and like, and I think I was just like fighting the fact that that's what moving home is. Moving home is me, you know, building my story. Me moving home is what I need to, like, what I ultimately need to do in order to get to where I want to go. So, that's, like, my biggest message with this and what I wanted to talk about on this episode was, like, 
I definitely didn't want to move home just because I didn't want to give up my alone time. I loved having my own place. I'm someone that like thrives on routine. I love when my routine gets changed up. I get so overwhelmed, so stressed, so thrown off. I get honestly super lazy because I just lose all form of structure and I'm just like, this is all just chaotic. So whatever. So the fact that like my routine has to change, I have to figure out where am I doing sales calls, doing like I was talking about this weird phobia that I have around talking around other people and having other people in the house with me. I have all I had and I mean, I still have all these things that I'm like, whoo, I'm gonna have to figure them out. So you know, just moving back home just isn't what I wanted to do. I felt like it was taking a step backwards. I felt like, man, this just feels like taking an L. But perspective is everything. And I preach this all the time. And I always say your path follows your perspective, which I got that from my coach, Justin. I'm going to, you know, quote Justin on here probably every single episode multiple times because that motherfucker is so, he is quotes that just hit deep. You're like, oh, that's so good. How'd you come up with that? He's super intense though. So that's probably why. But anyway, he always preaches your path follows your perspective. So I had to have the conversation with myself. I told myself, listen, it's not a matter of what you want to do right now. It's a matter of what do you need to do? What is your next best step in order to get you closer to your goal? Your goal, and Justin also says this, does not give a fuck about your feelings. Your goal doesn't care about you liking your alone time and having your own place and blah, blah, blah. Like, your goal just needs you to do what you need to do in order to get to it. And right now that is you need to save money. Like you need to get caught up. You need to save money. You need to get yourself back on your feet. If you have this debt hanging over your head, you're never going to move forward. You're never going to get caught up with it. You're going to continue to stress about money. You, I had to have that conversation. Like you have to do what you don't want to do in order to move the needle forward. And that itself is a lesson whenever it comes to health and fitness goals, whenever, whenever it comes again to any, t- any, goal that you have. You are going to have to do stuff that you don't want to do because your goal requires it. Again, it's not about your feelings. It's about what is my goal. When you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to zero out your macros or you don't want to, you know, go get your steps in, will that get you closer to your goal? Just because you don't want to do it doesn't mean your goal is just like, okay, well, it's going to happen anyway, just because you're not going to, even though you're not going to do it, where it's, my body's just going to magically change. Like, no, you have to do what might not be appealing, what, what might not be ideal, what might be a little bit more stressful in order to move the needle towards the goal. That's what I'm doing. I have to move home, make myself uncomfortable, figure out some shit, like figure out how I'm doing my stories, recording my podcast, taking my Zoom calls, how am I getting my workouts in, what am I doing between working out and training clients, because I'm not going to be going home now, I have to pack my lunch, there was lots of things that make this stressful and overwhelming, and like the last thing that I want to do, but again, like growth doesn't happen in comfort, what I was doing was very comfortable, I was very comfortable with my routine, I was very comfortable in my apartment, with, with how I was living, even though it was stressful and a struggle, it just, I was in a content place I kind of got in the flow of it and that's okay but when you start getting content and you're not where you want to be you have to really it's really hard to sometimes call yourself out and be like hey 
you're not showing up like you need to. You can keep riding this shit out and doing this, but this is not going to get you to where you want to be and what you want to achieve. Like you got to make yourself uncomfortable. You got to make a move. You got to change something. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And that is something I don't know who quoted that, but that's not me. I just don't know. I can't cite the source right now. Um, But that was a quote that just for these last couple of months has just been going through my head is like, Brooke, you are literally insane to think that you can just keep doing what you're doing, going month by month and just hoping that something changes. In order for you to move the needle forward, you have to take a step back. And taking a step backwards isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes, and this is when I went to Ohio to Aaron and Jordan, my business mentors and my friends, when I went to their um, like event that they have for their IFCA program that I was a part of, um, Emily Duncan, who I'm sure a lot of you guys know her. If you don't, you need to follow her. She's like one of the original IG queens and I love her. She's amazing. But she did a presentation and I like kind of went up to her after her presentation and was telling her like just what I was kind of going through and how it just felt like it was a step backwards. And it was, I I was super upset about it. I was crying and I was like, oh, I can't believe you're crying in front of this girl. She's hugging me. It was a moment though. (laughs) I will say it was a moment, but she looked at me and she's like, you know, and this is where, you know, your path follows your perspective comes into play. She was like, you you need to look at this. She asked me, have you ever heard of the slingshot analogy? And I was like, no. And she's like, you need to look at this like a slingshot. You're taking a step back but that step back, that, that pull back doesn't have to be a bad thing because oftentimes that pull back, like on a slingshot, is what propels you so much forward, what propels the object so much more forward. So that step back can be the thing that you need in order to go so much further, in order to get to where you want to be, in order to achieve your goals. And I was like, sis, yes, you are so right. Like, Oh, I was so glad that I had that conversation with her because honestly, like that was a pivotal moment where when she said that, I was like, you know what? Like you're looking at this and I kind of knew I was doing this, but I was, you know, when I was going back and forth with what do I do? What do I do? I was like, I think looking at it more negatively. I was focusing more on like, well, this just feels like an L. It feels like you're not, you're letting yourself down because this isn't where you want it to be. Like the ego is getting in the way. Like, you know, I, people look up to you and now you're taking And I know that this is so silly, but like I told you guys, I'm going to be vulnerable, but like, you know, you, when you do, and I'm by no means an Instagram influencer. I barely have, I don't even know if I have 2000 followers. Like, you know, and you know, my page is not it is not big. But when you know that, you know, you kind of make yourself that presence on social media where I, you know, give advice and I like to help people and you kind of take that leader authority figure stance, it comes with a lot of pressure. You start to really feel like this pressure to be like, honestly, you feel this pressure to be perfect because you're just like, man, I just want to show people what they're capable of. So like, you know, I don't want to show them that I'm struggling and that I'm weak and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, like, that's what makes you a human being. That's what makes people be able to connect with you. And that's why I'm so grateful I have Aaron and Jordan, like that they were my first business mentors, because they were so huge on that. They were big on preaching, like, be authentic, like, don't show your shit, show your rough side, show your struggles, because that's, that the whole goal is just to connect with people and build connections and build relationships. And the only way to do that is just be yourself, put your shit out there. Don't be afraid to like, own up and just say like, hey, this is where I'm messing up. I said on my story, like, we all have struggles. 
Every single one of us. It could be the, it doesn't matter if it's the person that you look up to the most that you think has it totally together. They're struggling with something. We are all struggling with something. And I think as human beings, we need to remember that more and remember that like, we are, we're all going through something. We all struggle. So we need to stop looking at people as like perfect because we put, you know, as society, we don't even realize it, but we're putting so much pressure on each other because we're trying to convince each other that we all have to be perfect. And it's like, no, we're human beings. We're meant to make mistakes. We're all, we all have a shit show somewhere in our life. Like if we all just kind of shared that, here's the thing about being vulnerable and opening up and sharing is people might've already went through it. So maybe they can give you some really fucking good advice, or maybe somebody else is going through it too. And they're like, Hey, I'm going through a very similar situation. And then there you go. You two are now supporting each other. You now have someone that you can go to that gets it and to talk about it. And so I think that honestly, this world, this totally went off topic, but this world just needs more vulnerable we need to be able to just show our shit and not live up to this high expectation this this perfectionism standard that's set like we don't need to live up to that if we would all just be 100% real and just show up how we want to be and who we are and kind of yeah I'm not saying like obviously not all of your shit needs to go on social media not you don't need to tell everybody about the littlest inconveniences in your life but like when you're going through something Sometimes being open about it and talking to people about it and sharing that can just be so, what am I looking for? Like, I don't want to say closure, but it can be, I guess, so releasing. Like, you just feel like, oh, like you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel like you're helping people, you're, you know, you just, you feel connected, I guess. I guess that's what I'm getting at. So that was totally like a side note, but just remember like vulnerability and authenticity is what ultimately creates connection. And that's what this is all about. So just remember to always keep it real. Don't feel like you have to be perfect. Like again, we all have our shit. We are all going through something. We all have some sort of struggle. We don't know what each other is carrying on their plates. So don't be so quick to think that that person just has it all and has it all figured out and just realize like that person is more like you than you think. Um, But yeah, that was totally a side rant. But yeah, basically, whole gist of this podcast was sometimes you're going to have to do what you don't want to do in order to achieve your goals. That just, it is what it is. Sometimes it's, this is my favorite saying, I don't know where this came from either, but nut up buttercup. That's what you got to do. Nut up buttercup and handle, like, you, you have to be real with yourself and you just have to handle it and do what you need to do, not what you want to do. You have to assess your goal and ask yourself, what do I need to do on a daily basis in order to move the needle forward to this goal and what I'm trying to achieve? I need to do that, those actions, no matter what, whether I want to or not. Again, I didn't want to move home, but it wasn't a matter. It wasn't about the fact that I didn't want to move home. It was about the fact that I want to get to where I'm trying to go. And that's going to require me to do something uncomfortable, do something that feels like a step back. But sometimes that step back is what propels you so much more forward. Sometimes that hard step, that step that just doesn't feel right, that feels like it's going in the wrong direction is the step that you need in order to actually go forward. So remember that. Remember that you're going to have to do what you don't want to do. 
Things are going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes it's going to feel like you're taking an L, but you got to just keep moving forward. You got to trust that everything is happening for you. Everything is going to work out. You just need to ask yourself, how do I need to show up in order to achieve my goals? What do I need to be doing on a daily basis? And that's where my focus needs to be. If that means, you know, moving back to your parents' house, if that means selling the car, if that means, I don't know, getting a part-time job, then do it. There's nothing wrong with that. If doing that next step is what ultimately aligns you closer with that goal, it's not a matter of if you want to do it or you don't want to do it. It's a matter of this is what I need to do in order to get to that goal. So I'm, I got to do it. That's it. It's just simple. I got to do it. So just remember that 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 applies to any goal, health and fitness goal, business goal, relationship goal. Sometimes you're going to have to do what you don't want to do. And that's nut up buttercup. Deal with it. Some, that's just a hard truth, honestly. You won't achieve your goals if you're not willing. The, the way that you achieve your goals is having the willingness to do the uncomfortable thing that you don't want to do. I'm moving home. That means I'm going to have to do stories and talk in front of my parents and, you know, have people in my house. Okay, you're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to figure out how am I going to make this work? So that's my biggest message during for like this podcast episode is just remembering like, you got to do what you got to do. It's not about your feelings. It's not about what you want to do. If we were all, if doing what we wanted to do got us closer to our goals, we would all be achieving our goals right now. The reason that a lot of us don't achieve our goals is because we're not willing to do the thing that makes us uncomfortable. We're not willing to do the scary thing. We're not willing to do the hard thing. We're not willing to do the less appealing thing. We want the instant gratification. We want something that's pretty. We want something that sounds good, but hey, that's not going to get you to your goal. You can't keep doing what you want to do. You got to do what you got to do. Period. Point. That's on period. Period. I think that's how you say it. Um, but anyway, so that's really all I wanted to talk about and just kind of give you guys like a little insight as to like why I'm moving, kind of where my head was at with it. But yeah, so basically I'm moving to get caught up on debt and to get myself out of credit card debt, get myself back on my feet. Then the, when I go to move, I will be in a position where I'm not already drowning. I am in a position where I'm on my feet, I'm stable, and now it's just growing from there. Um, goal is like six months to a year to get myself out of debt, get myself moved out. I want to pay off my car as well. And then the biggest goal is get an apartment that I actually love. I loved my apartment, but there were like, it was eggshell colored. Like who paints their walls? Eggshell. I'm sorry if you have eggshell, but I just don't agree with it. I'm sorry. Ugh, it was my biggest pet peeve because every like the then just makes the lighting bad. Why would you not do like white and light gray or something like that? But it, I just you know there were little things like I didn't love the bathroom. I did love though the bathroom had like a window in it, so like you could open the window and let like a cool breeze in. That was pretty cool. Actually, I did. I loved my apartment, but it's not my dream apartment. So when I go to move for the next time. I want it to be in my dream apartment. I want it to be the apartment that I've wanted for, you know, since I was younger. I want to love every aspect of it. So that's another one of my goals. So moving home to my parents' house to get myself caught back up, uh, pay off credit card debt, debt, get a little bit uncomfortable, honestly. Growth happens when you're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable right now. So we're going to see where this, how this, how this transpires and what type of growth we, we have. I'm hoping by moving home and having to be forced to talk in front of people with having people around, that will get me over that fear. So that way, when I'm in an airport, I can just pull out my phone and talk to people. Or I can take Zoom calls anywhere and not have to be weird about people hearing me. 
it's such a weird phobia, I swear. Um, but yeah, so that's just like a little life update. Honestly, I'm in a pretty good space about it now, like headspace about it. Obviously, this past week was just like a chaotic whirlwind of emotions. But now that I'm here, my parents, like, God love them. They're the best. They just went out of their way to make sure that this was as enjoyable as possible for me. And yeah, so I'm I'm back. It's weird. It almost feels like I just like never left because I have my room basically set up the exact same way as before I left. Um, but some pluses about moving home is obviously I save money and get to, you know, start paying off some credit card debt. But I get to move back in with my little fur babies. So I have three dogs. I have a husky. We have a lab great Dane. And then we have a beagle. And then I have a cat named Dakota who she is my princess. She is my cat. I got her when I was in ninth grade. And when I moved, she's super territorial. And we were afraid that she was going to like pee all over the apartment and I had to pay extra for animals and we he had just gotten wood like his wood floor redone so I didn't want to ruin his wood floor so if she started peeing so she ended up staying home and that was really hard for me because she's literally like my baby we slept together every night she like sleeps on top of my head and nestles into my neck so plus of being home is that I get to see my fur babies again and I just love animals I actually dog sit on the side um so I have like adopted fur babies I call them those are the dogs that I dog sit for I've dog sat for a lady for seven years now. She's incredible, and her dogs are just as much my dogs as her dogs. Um, so that's a benefit of moving home. And then obviously, like, being able to see my parents and connect with my parents. You know, when you move out and you kind of start doing your own thing, you don't – I mean, I talk to them. Like, probably once a week I talk to my parents, but, like, you don't see them as much. You just kind of get a little bit distance just because that's life. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to spending some time with them and being here with them and just – obviously, I'm so grateful that I have their support and I have parents that are just incredible. If this is my worst-case scenario, then honestly, I'm blessed. And that's – I know, like, I'm not a believer in, like, diminishing people's problems because everybody's problems in life is, are different and we're, it's nobody's place to say, well, your problems aren't as bad as my problems or my problems aren't as bad as your problems. Like everybody has their own shit. Everybody has their own life. But I do feel like, you know, if this is the worst case scenario, then I'm okay with that. I'm sorry if you can hear my beagle barking right now. I don't know what's going on. My parents aren't home. So, but yeah, so that's just kind of where I'm at with everything that is kind of what's happening in my life, a little bit of a life update. Like I said, I'm feeling okay now that I'm settled in and back in my old room with my fur babies. The biggest thing that I'm trying to overcome right now is just not overcome, but like figure out, okay, what's my routine going to look like? I used to wake up, have my like little morning routine, go to the gym, come home, do my client work, do like, you know, the whole talk on my story, Facebook post, take any calls that I needed to take. And then I would go train clients and I would come home and do some more work. So now I just have to figure out, you know, what now, what does my schedule look like? Um, but anyway, so that's really all this episode was about. The only other thing I wanted to talk about, I'm going to try to only talk like 10 minutes on it, is this is something that came up a lot this week with talking to my girls, not really for anything in particular other than like the season that we're in. So I was just talking about this a lot. So I want to talk about, and I actually did a post about this, and I think I talked on my story about it, but I want to talk about your expectations versus your expectations matching your execution. 
So a lot of us have these high expectations for ourselves when we start a health and fitness journey. And this can apply to anything too, but I'm going to like any goal, but I'm going to use health and fitness because that's my jam. But a lot of us have these high expectations for ourselves whenever we start a health and fitness journey. We think I'm going to lose the weight fast. I'm going to absolutely crush this. I'm going to hit all of my workouts. I'm going to hit all my water. I'm going to dominate it. I'm going to get to where I want to be. It's going to happen like in a month because I'm just going, I'm being perfect. I'm crossing all my T's dotting all my eyes but then we get two weeks in and you know we're missing our step goal here and we're missing our water here and then we didn't hit our protein here and again I want to make this clear neither one of these options are are bad or wrong or right at the end of the day as long as you're on a health and fitness journey again I tell all of my girls like I never expect perfection this is just about building building better habits that ultimately align with what you're trying to achieve But again, your expectations have to meet your execution. If you're expecting yourself to, you know, make this happen as quick as possible and you're expecting yourself to, you know, hit all your goals and hit all your macros and get your workouts in and nail your steps and nail your water, but then you're showing up differently and your execution isn't what your expectation is, you're going to get frustrated. And then you're going to be like, well, why am I not losing weight? Why is this not happening? This was supposed to happen quicker. I suck at this. Like, I'm just, this just isn't meant for me. Like, I'm just going to give up. And we get frustrated. And that frustration is ultimately what makes us give up. And then, you know, we take break, we go off. And then in a couple months, the same issues surface are the, the bad relationship we have with ourselves is still present and we are dealing with it. And then we go, okay, I'm going to try this again. And then the same thing happens again. And it's because our expectations are not max- matching our execution. So you have two options. You can have an expectation for yourself of, okay, I am going on this health and fitness journey to ultimately just make myself happier, healthier, be in a like be in a place where I just I love myself, I love my body. I'm able to keep up with my kids. I'm able like my body feels good physically. I'm watching out for my future self and I understand that this is a journey. And yes, I want my body to change, but you know, I understand this is a journey. I'm open to just like learning and kind of figuring it out and taking it step by step. Okay, if that's your expectation, then that's fine if your execution isn't perfect. That's fine that maybe you didn't get a day of your water in or you didn't get your steps in a day or maybe you missed your protein goal one day or you didn't track a day. That's totally okay because you you have the expectation set for yourself that this doesn't happen to, this doesn't have to happen overnight. This is a lifelong journey. I am just ultimately trying to change my lifestyle and we're doing that in small steps. I'm not trying to be perfect overnight. I'm just trying to figure this out and figure out how do I fuel myself to thrive and live a life that you know feels good and aligns me with what I want. That's your expectation. So when your execution matches that, there's no frustration, there's no guilting yourself, there's no like, "Oh, you suck because you didn't make, meet your water goal. Why can't you just meet your water goal? Well, you might as well just give up because you're not hitting your goals. And that's when the frustration kicks in. If you have the expectation set that like it's okay to not be perfect and it's okay that this might take a little bit longer and this is kind of like just a journey. It's not an overnight thing then you're not going to get frustrated with yourself as easily. You're going to give yourself the grace of, hey, you're a human being. This is you kind of figuring out things. At the end of the day, you're still making progress. Maybe you're not making progress quite as quickly, but that's okay because you're still going in the right direction. Expectations have to match execution. If your expectation is, I'm going to nail a gallon of water, I'm going to crush my food, I'm going to nail my steps, 
this is going to happen as quick. I want this to happen as quick as possible for me. And I'm not saying this in like an unhealthy way, but like, you know, if you really want to change your body in three months and you really want it to be three months because you just want it to happen, you want, you're, you're, you're tired of living this way. You're eager to just change shit around for yourself. Then you got to be willing to do what it takes to, to get there. That means no excuses. That means it, it, it might be hard to figure out your food log. You figure it out anyway. You might be eating just a plain chicken breast at night, but that's fine because that's what you got to do to get your protein in. You might be up till 1030 trying to figure out how do I get my steps in pacing around my house. You might be chugging I, as I lift up my gallon of water. You might be chugging a half gallon of water at eight o'clock at night because you didn't you you didn't pay attention throughout the day and now you're behind on water if your expectation is i want this to happen in three in this three month span or this six month span and i want to be like really close to where i want to be then you have to show up every day like that's what you want you have to check all of your boxes check all your variables and you can do it here's the thing the only thing that it comes down to is having the discipline to not accept your excuses this is what i learned in prep I learned in prep just how powerful I could be over my actions. I realized like you when I, you know, when I didn't want to go do my fasted cardio, it wasn't about the fact, again, goes back to what I was talking about. It wasn't about the fact that I didn't want to do it. I knew that my goal was to not be beat on that stage. And what was required of me was to get up and do fasted cardio at seven o'clock in the morning and do 45 minutes on the stepper every single day. That's what I did because again, it was about the goal, not about what I wanted and what I what I was feeling. If it was about those things, I wouldn't have got to that goal. I wouldn't have won my shows. So show. But so yeah, anyway, I kind of just totally lost my train of thought with that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to my life. But expectations versus execution. So, you know, if you want this to happen in a three-month time span, if you want this to be quick, if you not quick because it's still a journey, it's still going to take, in three months you'll make a lot of progress, but it's not going to be over in three months. There's no stopping this. But if you get really, really disciplined for three months, you're going to have the foundation built of just rolling with it. And now it's a part of your life because you flex that discipline muscle. Again, you're capable of doing this. All it comes down to is having the discipline to do it and just not, not babying yourself, not allowing yourself, your goal, you have to, your want for the goal has to be bigger than your emotions at the end of the day and, and your feelings. And you have to be able to be hard on yourself. Again, it's not, you don't have to be that way. It is not, neither is right or wrong. Being a little bit more lenient, being a little bit more lax and taking more of like just an overall lifestyle approach is fine. That's great. You're still, at the end of the day, you're going to get to your goal regardless. Make sure your expectation matches that though. Don't have your expectation. Be super self-disciplined, crossing all your T's, dotting all your I's, checking all your boxes, and then showing up like you want to be laxed and you want to have just like, you know, a good, like you're just trying to change your lifestyle and like you're just kind of going with the flow because then you're going to get frustrated. So make sure for the 50 millionth time that your execution and your expectations match each other. It's a key factor in your health and fitness journey. And again, neither, neither expectation is right or wrong. It's a matter of what works best for you. What is realistic for you? Where are you at in your life? Like again, when I went into prep, 
all I cared about was my show. So at the end of the day, that was my goal. I had to be dialed in. I had to check all my boxes. And I knew if I just nut up, if I just nutted up Buttercup, shut my mouth and just checked all my boxes, did what I needed to do to show up for that day and just did it, didn't complain about it, just kind of went through the motions of it and gave it, gave what I needed to do my all, I would get to that goal. If I did not show up that way, I knew that that would not get me to my goal and I would be frustrated. I would start to beat myself up. I would start to feel guilty. I would start to tell myself, you're being outworked. Again, but those were my goals. The goal was very, very important to me. If your goal is just, I want to live a healthier life. I want to be able to keep up with my kids. I don't want to be a 70-year-old woman that can like barely move around and has a ton of hip and knee problems. I just want to be healthier. I want to learn to fuel my body to thrive. I want to lose a couple pounds. I want to look better. I want to feel confident in my skin. I want to look in the mirror and be like, damn girl, I want to feel confident. I want to be strong. And I, I'm just ready for the journey. Then being a little bit more lenient and lax is totally fine. Have that expectation though. Don't beat yourself up when you're not crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's because that frustration is what makes you give up. And you're frustrated because what your expectation is for yourself. So just be real with yourself. What Ask yourself, what is my expectation for myself? How do I want to show up? And then show up that way. No excuses, no nothing. You just do it. That's, that's uh, that, There is no magic secret or anything. It's just you do it. You just show up how you need to. And you got you to gotta force yourself to do that. So... Yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about. This episode was kind of all over the place, but I still feel like there was like a lot of lessons in there. Um, But that's just a little life update for me. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about, about like what I was talking to, you know, a lot of people about this past week was expectations versus execution and not being frustrated when you're not where you want to be when you, you know, have been missing your steps and missing your water goal and stuff like that. It's not you're not bad or like anything for that, but it's just don't get mad at yourself for not being where you want to be because your expectation, your execution hasn't matched that expectation that you have for yourself. If your if your execution is matching the expectation you have for yourself and you're still not getting anywhere, then that's when frustration needs to kick in. Then that's when game plan needs to be looked at and all of that fun stuff. So, but anyway, that's all I have for you guys. I don't know if you guys have heard my dog barking for the last like 20 minutes, but it's fine. Uh, who knows what's he, what he's into out there. Um, but anyway, I think that that's all I wanted to talk about. Thank you guys for listening to this episode, kind of listening to me talk about my life and let you guys in on where I was at in my mind and kind of what all was going on. But that's why I love this. That's why I said when I started this podcast that I wanted this I didn't really have an expectation for it. I just wanted this to be a platform that I can come to and just like shoot the shit, talk about what I want to talk about. That's what was present in my life this week. So that's what I want to talk about this week. That's how I handle this podcast. Whatever seems to be present, whatever seems to be on my mind, that's what we're talking about. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys are all having a good end of your weekend because it should be Sunday when you're listening to this or who knows, you might be listening to this later in the week. Regardless, I hope you're having a good time. Hope you're living life and just having a good time and the vibe is great. Um, but yeah, I hate when I say um. Anyway, I think that's all. I will talk to you babes later. I will do another episode next week. So yeah, I will talk to you guys then. Have a good rest of your week, whatever weekday it is that you're on when you're listening to this. I'll talk to you later.